Hey guys, and welcome to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Squid. And I'm Jackson. Uh, and this is podcast number 28. 28. So, uh, we're doing another movie review. That's right. Whoop, whoop. Second Although. movie review. Although, it is a chick flick. Of course it's a chick flick. Another chick flick. Well, we- I th- I'm thinking that maybe our movie reviews should just be chick flicks. Why? Because we're chicks and we, fl- we flicks? No, I mean, just because they're easy to make fun of. I mean, it's hard finding a good, bad movie to rip on, you know? I mean, not every movie's a Fifty Shades. That's also a chick flick. Yeah, but most of the... <laughs> yeah, it is, but I'm just saying, most of the movies that we love to rag on are because they're bad movies that we happen to like, and we happen to be susceptible to chick flicks. Because of our vaginas. Damn vaginas. <laughs> Garcia vagina. Okay, so the movie that we were reviewing this episode is He's Just Not That Into You. Yay. I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> um, it was made in 2009. It has a 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So a nice big fat D. And it's got a 40% on Rotten Tomato critic score. Which a 59% is an F. audience score. An FF. FF. FFFFF. So we've got an F plus and uh, an F minus. Yep. Um, the summary says that the adaptation of the best selling self help book, um, He's Just Not That Into You, follows the love lives of a dozen or so characters. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin stars as Gigi, a young woman attempting to understand the mixed signals she gets from the men she's dating. She gets advice from a bar owner, Justin Long, who prides himself on understanding the ins and outs of the dating scene. Uh, Gigi's co-worker Janine, who's played by Jennifer Connelly, finds herself involved in a major redecorating project with her husband Ben, who's played by Bradley Cooper. Unbeknownst to Janie, uh, Ben contemplates an affair with Anna, who is Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, there's a lot of different... Pe- like, this has a lot of main characters in it. Yeah. And each one, I want to say, takes about 20% of the movie. Yeah. So they're all... Well, more than 20. I'd say maybe... maybe well, each individual person takes up 20% of the movie. Yeah. But their stories together, with their powers combined, make a lot more. <laughs> okay. Uh, it made 93.8 million box office. Uh, Hollywood knows how to sell their shit. Hollywood does know how to sell their shit. Well, uh, what do you think about it, Jackson? Do you like the movie? Mm, I am ashamed to say yes. <laughs> really? I, I enjoy the movie up until the ending, honestly. Uh, I can't, I can't really stand the sappy wrap up. But oh, I'm totally there with you. But I enjoy the ride for the majority of the movie. I mean, I don't like the opening either. Oh yeah, the opening's pretty fucking and stupid. There, and there are like bits in the middle that I don't like, but I like the journey. <laughs> no, I get it. Because there were, there were times when shit would happen and I would catch myself smiling. Yeah. And I, it would piss me off that I was smiling because it got me. It yeah. Got me. The chick foot got me. Yeah. I mean, I found myself getting strangely wrapped up, but then also creeped out by a lot of stuff. Like, I I like Jennifer Aniston and, and Batflex. Um, 
storyline the most. Although, like, there's some shit that really weirded me out. So, Jennifer Aniston's character and Ben Affleck's character, um, like... They're uh, the typical, the the couple that's been together forever and hasn't gotten uh, they haven't gotten married, but beca- but the woman really wants to, isn't pushing, and the guy really doesn't believe in marriage. So that's their stereotypical conundrum of a relationship. That's their main issue. Yeah. And I found their storyline, I don't know, the most engaging? I mean, I'm scared of Jennifer Connelly, so... I didn't really identify with her. No, I didn't. She terrified me instead. Jennifer Goodwin, or she, or or Little Snow White. Yeah, after (laughs) you read the synopsis, I'm like, that's her name. Yeah. (laughs) Miss Miss Little Snow White, or the other chick in Big Love. (laughs) The other chick from Big Love, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I find her annoying, and she's so embarrassing that it's not funny. Yeah, it's painful. It's, yeah, and Scarlett Johansson, she's... Her character is such an ass. I forgive her because she's gorgeous. <laughs> I you guess you point. can't really... Yeah, because you can't... I mean, you want to be like, oh, that bitch. But then you're still like... Mm, yeah, that, no. She's... Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I like also Drew Barrymore's story, but I want more for her than that. Oh, you mean then her just getting round up with Turtle at the end? Yeah, because, I mean, he was the desperate guy that really wanted the girl. But now I kind of feel like she's a second place prize. Oh, you got the second place? Not not just that, but also I don't like the fact that it was her friend. Yeah, I don't like the fact that he was, like, head over heels in love with her friend. And that he slept with her multiple times. Turtle is basically the guy who's in love with the really hot chick who... He'll never get. He'll never get, although she is leading him on hard. Yeah. Like, they they end up in a relationship at the end, so it's just, like, sort of. Well, she ends up in a pity relationship with him. Yeah, and he's got his leg all wrapped around her, and she looks like she's literally being... Strangled. Cuddled to death. Yeah. To death. As aggressive cuddling. Like, his knee... In her nose. <laughs> that, that's how hard Super his aggressive. thigh is capturing her. Super aggressive cuddling. Um, uh, I would say that my favorite part... Uh, I don't really have a favorite part. Okay, the thing is... I like... Okay, this, is, this has to be qualified. It's my favorite part, but I don't agree with their storyline. Like, I like that Je- Justin Long's character tries to coach this chick like this crazy motherfucker into like what what it means when a guy says certain things because like he's helping her out and everything i just don't like i mean i get that they had to have the hollywood ending at the end but i do not (laughs) okay this goes back into my fixing it i like the fact that justin lung's character connected with this crazy ass chick because in his own way he was a crazy person you know, he, was he, an he just wasn't aggressive enough, though. Yeah. Not in her way that she was aggressive. Yeah, she was crazy. Her aggressive. crazy. She was gonna stalk someone she had a first date with. That kind of was a meh date. Yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't even like that good a of a good date. date. Yeah. And she instead, she's, she. He doesn't call her. She's won't talk to her mom on the phone because her mom's taking up the phone line. Yeah. I. That's. Dude, it's. If he only tries the one time, he's not worth it. Yeah, I mean, if you're stressing, like, 
over one date, like, this like, girl, like, just go out with a bunch of dudes at once. I know. That's all I was thinking is just that. Just keep like, dating. Just keep dating until you find someone that that clicks. Yeah, like that you enjoy being around, and you're not so freaking. I don't know. Obsessed with? She, she just seemed, there was so much anxiety in the way that she dates. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she's getting, cr- like, scored or graded. Yeah. Like, someone's watching her. Like, nope, you you got a B minus on this one. She's crazy. Um, okay, so when it starts off, we're on Turtle and Snow White's blind date. Well, actually, it starts off with the little kids. Well, yeah, I mean the the whole the whole supreme like supremacy. The, the whole, whole premise movie is, uh, framed by yeah. um, two camera interviews of people giving their two cents on whatever question's been presented in black and white on the screen, and um, it kind of opens with a voiceover from uh, Jennifer Con. Wait, wrong one. Goodwin. Jennifer Goodwin. <laughs> There's too many Jennifers in this cast. I'm just uh, gonna Aniston Goodwin Connolly. Yeah. Barrymore. <laughs> Barrymore. This is Drew. <laughs> Jennifer. Johansson. <laughs> okay. So, um, basically it opens with the chick basically saying that the reason why chicks have such a hard time finding the right guy is because we're always lying to each other. Yeah, we're always lying to each other because we're always telling and saying that, oh, that, that boy pushed you into the sand because because he likes you yeah so we we equate we connect bad behavior from men with with thinking that they that they like you it's with interest like we think that 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 means interest which is we're looking for interest so we're looking for bad yeah which no bueno no bueno at all um i also got from it that your girlfriends would rather lie to you to make you happy than tell you the truth yeah, that too. Every single was time. Placating. Yeah, they were they weren't helping. They weren't giving her the truth. They weren't telling their actual opinions. Yeah. They were what can I say to her so that she doesn't cry? Pretty much. Or uh, how can I what can I do to tell her that keeps her dating? Yeah. Pretty much. For more stories, more drama to mm, listen to? No idea. I mean, I hated half the advice these women would give. Well, I hated all the advice. The only one who had good advice was Justin Long. Yeah. And his was mean. Yeah, he was really mean. It, it was like there was no in-between of someone who's dispensing advice. It was either it was completely placating or completely a kick in the face. There, there, was, there was no gentle push. Yeah, it was either rainbows and unicorns or it was like the Holocaust. There was no in-between. I like that unicorns are the opposite of the holocaust <laughs> well because they are <laughs> well you know that's, that's how i measure everything unicorn to holocaust yes. on a scale of unicorn to holocaust <laughs> that, how should mean be, are you? that should be a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so after the framing technique is introduced um you it uh, cuts with turtle and snow white having a blind date they were uh, set up by friends, I guess. Yeah, and why hadn't they they ever set us up before? See, that's exactly what. Great. Okay, that's exactly what I was confused at because in the beginning she says that, so I kept waiting to see the friends that Turtle set up with her that she would like the mutual friendship. But then later you find out Jennifer Connelly barely knows the guy, and she only knows him because he sold them their house. 
She's crazy. <laughs> she is crazy. Jennifer Connelly's crazy. That's that's a whole. Her character gets its own segment later. Like, cause yeah. I can't. But I also, can't even. Jennifer Goodwin, Miss Little Snow White. Mm-hmm. She's crazy too. Yeah, but she's crazy in a totally different way. I know what she's crazy as in she will lie to your face. Like, or she will exaggerate, like, oh, like, we're getting along so well. Like, this, like, why didn't they introduce us before? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Oh, my God. This chick. <laughs> oh, this chick. Okay. When we, when we're, okay. Because what I want to do is I want to talk about how everybody's connected and then we can go into each storyline. But that, this bitch, I swear. Ugh. She takes the littlest thing and turns it in 180, 360, up the bend, around the corner, through your mom's house, and up the block. It's just, okay, like you got you had a lot of thread here. <sighs> okay, so Turtle, <laughs> dating Snow White, or the went on a blind date with her. And then after that, we find out that he's friends with Justin Long. Um, and he calls Scarlett Johansson's character on the phone, and you Cause, get, yeah, because they have kind of a thing. But he's obviously the friend zone of the hot chick. Scarlett Johansson is at the grocery store with Bradley Cooper's character. Who, don't know each other. Meet each other at the grocery store. Instant chemistry. Yeah, instant chemistry. Um, but he says he can't do anything because he's married. Uh, after flirting with her, pretty hard. Yeah. For, I mean it. It was kind of involuntary flirting when you think about it. But no, actually it wasn't because he let her cut in line. Yeah, cutting in line doesn't mean anything. You say that. I really but, do. I let people cut in line in front of me all the time. Okay. Especially if they have like one or two well, things. she's a hot girl. Yeah, she's... Uh, I, I let people cut regardless of hotness. See? I only let hot people cut. <laughs> Well, that's why actually, I'm the only other one that's ever cut you. I, actually, now I think about it, I don't let nobody cut. <laughs> well, I usually have a lot of shit in my cart, so I'm like, you know what, you got two things, go ahead. Um, so, she flirts with uh, Brad Bradley Cooper's character at the grocery store, um, gets his number, and he is uh, married to Jennifer Connelly's, Connelly's crazy fucking character, who's like wasp on steroids. Uh, Jennifer Conley works with Snow White and Jennifer Aniston in the same building. Like, they seem to be really close friends. She has pictures yeah, of her like in her apartment. Yeah, like, they're very, very close co-workers. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer Aniston is in a weird relationship with uh, Ben Affleck because they've been together forever and they're not married. They're not, no plans on getting married. And Ben Affleck is best friends with Be- Brad Cooper. So everybody's kind of interconnected in this weird-ass fucking weave shit. Weave. Weave of shit. Okay. Um, since they're all different, like, segments or different... Since it was basically a bunch of small stories put together that interweave, uh, is there anybody in particular whose storyline you wanted to talk about? <laughs> Natasha Legero. <laughs> She's one of the t- straight-to-camera people. She's hilarious. She was hilarious. So her whole argument was about caller ID and how she has the right, if a guy doesn't call, to call every 15 minutes until he answers his phone. And she reserves and the right for him not to know that Not she's to know it's her, it's her calling. Because like, then she would seem like a crazy person. Which she's not. <laughs> oh my god, she was amazing. Yeah. I love her so much. I just, had to, I just had to mention her because she was amazing. Yeah, there was this star-studded cast there's a bunch of people in the guest cast that was or like you know just had small pop-ups that was ridiculous 
There's there's one part that I mean I said already that I like the Jennifer Aniston Ben Affleck Ben Affleck mm-hmm. relationship the most at least the growth mm-hmm. of that one um, because we, the trauma with her dad dying after they had broken up. Well, yeah, because well, the the thing is Jennifer Aniston's character obviously wants to get married to Ben Affleck's character. Yeah, the first. Like, her first line in the movie is is like, "Are we weird not to get married? Like how my younger sister is getting yeah, married? Yeah, because she's getting married. La, 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 la. Which I know sparks the conversation. It's not like it came out of the blue, but it makes you wonder that. <laughs> so, uh, Ben Affleck's character immediately puts down his foot. Like, you know, I've never, I'm, you know, what I think about marriage. Why? If you yeah, were I, friends I, with somebody, you wouldn't pay forty dollars for a friend certificate. Like I legitimately don't uh, believe in marriage. Don't believe in marriage. I'm committed to you. I love you. Like when he says he's committed to her, he even gestures to the house. Like we live together. Mm-hmm. You know, our lives are intertwined. Like I don't need a marriage certificate to tell me that. Also, I don't feel like he was telling the truth. What about what, how he feels about marriage? That he doesn't believe in it. Well, you think he's just scared of it? I think he's scared. Yeah, I think he's legitimately scared of marriage. Okay, no, I understand that. Um, that's a good point. I think he might not even know he's scared of marriage. Mm-hmm. He he may think it's just oh, I don't believe in it, like it doesn't work. But I also feel like he thinks it's a jinx too. Yeah, I can see that. Um, well, uh, Jennifer Aniston's character. Um, here's well the Jennifer. Okay, Jennifer Aniston. Uh, Rachel basically. <laughs> It hears Snow White getting all up, like, because Snow White's storyline at this point makes her meet Justin Long, who um, tells her, this is what guys are really thinking, and she just, she goes, so you're telling me that um, even if I hear a story that this chick who was with this guy for 10 years and he finally proposed gets married, that doesn't necessarily mean that my guy will do that. No, because that's the exception, and you are the rule. Mm-hmm. So she freaks out a little bit, goes home, and has the conversation with Ben Affleck's character that she should have had. Oh, Jen, oh Rachel's character goes home. What did I say? Well, you didn't specify who went home. Oh, uh, fine. Rachel goes home to Batfleck. <laughs> and basically he's like, um, I want to get married. Are we ever going to get married? Because if we're not going to get married, we need to like break up type thing. Yeah, because she was holding on hope. And wasn't pushing him to get married because she always thought he Eventually would always would. change his mind. Yeah. Like, and, but because of the advice that uh, Little Snow White got from Justin Long, she's now questioning that, saying that men don't change. My men's not the exception. If he, if he's not, if he doesn't believe in marriage, I shouldn't hold out thinking he's going to suddenly change his mind. Yeah. Because that's just not how people work. Mm-mm. And it's kind of, honestly, it's kind of, it's, is it full of yourself to think that you might be the exception or is that just the human nature? Cause you only view life through your own perspective. I mean, you always think you're special, you know? Well, in my case, it's true. I am special. True. True. You are special. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, if everyone thinks that they're special, nobody, I mean, technically nobody. Well, the thing is, is that I think that you know who you are, you know? I know that there's certain things I'm good at and certain things I'm bad at. Like, if it was a sports movie, believe me, I know I'm not special, you know? Where if it was something, like, it just depends on what kind of storyline you're in, you know? Yeah, I know. It's just that everybody seems to think that they're the exception, you know? 
Well, I'm, every single person is the exception, exception at something. In, yeah, at something. Which is the whole total end of the movie. Yeah, but... Yeah. You're all exceptional. <laughs> you all get love or uh, contentment in your life choices. Yeah. So, <laughs> stop getting us off topic. So, Jennifer Aniston's character... Uh, Rachel, so, Rachel basically breaks up with Batfleck. Yeah, because ultimatum. Oh, yeah, ultimatum, and he says absolutely nothing. So he ends up living on his boat. Well, technically, I don't know if he said absolutely nothing, or I just couldn't fucking hear him. Yeah, because he Batfleck mumbles like a motherfucker. He, not only does he mumble, I feel like he's not even really in the movie. I feel like he's the stand-in <laughs> guy that they did read lines with her, because the guy who's supposed to do the lines isn't here. Uh, That's what he felt like. Yeah. Like, like, he was doing practice scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he he was he's barely in the movie because for the rest of the movie he basically serves as a uh, a talking board for Bradley Cooper's character just so we can see where his mindset is as he's about to cheat on his wife. Which I don't know if they're trying to qualify saying that well he wasn't ready, he pushed himself because he's really a good guy. Cause... No, I didn't. Bradley Cooper's character is not a good guy. No, I mean because he's trying to justify it with Ben Affleck, you know. He's trying to we're, the the fact that they're giving us that conflict in him where he was like no like I love her but like I got you're a dick if you don't get married to her like after being like he thinks he's a good guy and he's and he's even saying that to Scarlett Johansson like I don't do stuff like this I mean we even saw how many times he rejected her and she was throwing herself at him. Mm-hmm. You mean because she was naked in a pool? Yeah, that's like ultimate throwing. That's that's naked throwing. Yeah. You when you when you naked throw, you're ex, you're expecting to be caught. <laughs> yeah, but also he was in her yoga class. That was after though. Really? Yeah. No, no, because that she went to the pool after. No, no, she went into the pool after they did the yoga class. He thing. did show up at her. Yoga yeah, so class. he showed up at her yoga class and then did the asshole clap. At the end when she finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And then she's like, you want to take a dip? I want to go for a swim. She's the epitome, though, of every homewrecker. Oh, yeah. I mean, not only is she gorgeous, but she wouldn't stop. Yeah. She Even kept, though multiple times he, he said he re- was married. rejected her. Yeah. But, I mean, he half-assed rejected yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. And with, which is what I, brings up. We're not up, supposed to be talking about Bradley Cooper anymore. What are we, what are we talking we about? We were on Ben Affleck. Batfleck. Yeah. He mumbles. He's barely in the movie. <laughs> I like his storyline. Well, anyway, so they break up. They both are miserable without each other. Uh, Jennifer Aniston's character's dad has a heart attack. Her creepy dad. Oh, yeah. Her creepy ass dad. Who the fuck? They have a weird relationship. and it's Right. It's not a healthy one because he openly says to her, you're my favorite daughter, and then tries to tell the rest of the wedding that. like, Yeah, which is very rude. And they don't do it. They don't. It would be one if they were playing it off. Like, I could see you and mom doing that. Like, mom. As a joke. Saying, you're my favorite daughter. And you'd be like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, I mean, you guys are being playful about it. They were being. Serious. V- very serious and he was also he would rather placate his eldest because she broke up with her man and hurt his younger daughter because it was her marriage and it was her her yeah her, her literal wedding. wedding day yeah like i don't know that that just rubbed me the wrong way also he like hugs her funny 
I understand it's Rachel. <laughs> Rachel's hot. She's really hot in this movie too. Yeah. Like, like she's, she's really just gorgeous. like, damn, you tight. <laughs> that's all. That's all. I was. I was like, she is so well, toned. She's out, like perfect toned. The movie came out in two thousand nine, though. Dang. So it's like eight years ago. You know what? She has held up amazingly. Yeah. I mean, she. She's older now. She looks older now. Yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> she's doing a lot better than Courtney Cox. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Anyway, her dad has a heart attack, and she's stuck in the house with all of these, with her sisters and their husbands, and they're just, her, their husbands are trash. Yeah, they're all going through, like, their dad's things, like, already trying to, like, lay claim to, to his, his belongings. Albums. Like, it's, it's disgusting, honestly, especially since he literally just got married to the youngest daughter. Yeah, and he's already trying to Yeah, and he's already like, oh, I want, I want his albums and stuff. It's like, well... You're, you guys just got married. Yeah. You're, you just became part of the family. For one, why you think you get dibs on anything? <laughs> Two, t- shut your mouth. This isn't even your dad. You didn't even have time to bond with him yet. Exactly. You're trying to steal his shit. Yeah, it's just, it just shows that he didn't bond with him either. Yeah. And, and that makes it worse. Mm-hmm. It's just, ugh. But it makes her appreciate Batfleck, especially yeah. since he shows up and does and all the does all the helping and the yeah. chores and shit. And he looks like a wreck, so that just really helps. Yeah, and he has those really icky cargo pants that she hates. Oh so my much. god! So because they have too many pockets. Oh my something. god, your cargo pants suck. They look like normal cargo pants. I don't get what the deal is. Well, it's because she's white. I can't have them cargo pants if they're not made of khaki. <laughs> They need tweed. So because he's not a dick, she goes back to him and she's like, I don't care what if we never get married because you're enough for me. And you can see his face fall as she says that you're enough for me. So you kind of get what's going to happen after. Yeah, because you can tell that he's like, oh, wait, I don't want her to give up something she really wants, you know, like because I love her and I want to give her everything. Yeah. And, and that's what clicks in his head. that Oh, no, because she doesn't want it. Now I want to give it to her. <laughs> Hollywood approved. Yeah, so then they end up getting married and they have the wedding reception on the boat. Yay. Yay. I bet he mumbled his vows. <laughs> I bet Bradley and heard him. Okay, yeah, well, You have to sneak the hair out of the drain. Since we were already talking about Bradley Cooper, so Bradley Cooper is married to the craziest chick in the goddamn movie. Like, the main chick is pretty crazy, but Jenna Connolly's character is ridiculously crazy. She could have legitimately killed somebody. Yeah, like, if she had Several a, times. The only thing she needed was a knife and, like, some blood splatter on her cheek. I, she could have just finished murdering everyone. Yeah. I, we don't know where Javier went. <laughs> <laughs> so she's uh, going through a project, I guess, with Bradley Cooper. I they think just they got just married. moved into this place. Yeah, and they're doing a bunch of construction on it. Yeah, like meticulously renovating. Yeah. Like shit is color coordinated. Things me- things are measured and <sighs> straight. Things are measured and level. <laughs> yeah, they, they, things line up. <laughs> you know she's the type. If the if the the painting is going to be hung in the middle of the wall, it is the exact same height as it is on the sides. That everything is parallel and matching. Yeah. Like, it, they, it shit, she, shit getting geometric. 
Yeah, you, bitch is anal as fuck. <sighs> and uh, Bradley Cooper's character is cheating on her with Scarlett Johansson's character. Well, we watch the cheating occur. We watch it. We he gives off the vibe that this is the first time he's ever cheated. Yeah. Although we don't know that honestly. Personally, yeah, that's exactly what because earlier you were talking about how you thought he was a genuinely good guy, and I just wanted to put the brakes on for a second because I think that I was I was noticing this parallel because they use it the whole fucking time. Um, Jennifer Connelly's character suspects Bradley Cooper's character of smoking, and he straight up lies to her. Yeah, he straight up lies to her. But the thing is, the audience has proof that he can lie. No, not that he can lie, but he we have proof. That he is lying to her about Scarlett Johansson, but not once do they ever show Bradley Cooper's character smoking. Not That's once. That's true. They hide that from the viewer until the very last second, when she finds it literally in his coat pocket. So Bradley Cooper lies not just to Jennifer Connelly's character, but, but to the to audience us. about smoking the entire movie. Shit. You just went deep. Yeah. No. Which confirms what I was suspecting. Like he's just a bad motherfucker. he's lying even when he said to Scarlett Johansson, I've never done this before. Yeah, that he's so just a he's, liar. He's that girl who says she never done it before. But she do it all the but time. But she do it all the time. Yeah, you, you don't even know how many times he might have cheated because the fact is he's a, he's a fucking liar. And he... Straight up called the other chick, the sister of Jennifer Aniston. He was talking to Ben Affleck at the time, talking about, oh, the upcoming wedding and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, oh, you mean his funeral? Yeah. And that's strong. Yeah. That, that was oh, a strong that, fr- did I say? Slip. Did I say that? Did I say funeral? That I sounds, meant wedding. I meant <laughs> wedding. Ha, 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 ha. I feel... <sighs> I feel like that was... <laughs> Way too big of a sledgehammer. Yeah. There's nothing adept about it either. Uh, that that was that. That's either really bad writing or really good writing. I, I can't even <laughs> tell. I can't. I can't tell if it's just so so thunkish and just it thudded there. I don't know if it was meant to do that, and yeah. that's the purpose of it thudding there. Or if it was just luck. Or or if it was, yeah, or if it was just like, oh, no, that's really bad. Like, they didn't put much thought into that at all. Yeah. You know, the, the movie kind of feels like that. Like, it teeters right on the verge of uh, good. This person could like, have been good. Yeah, this could have been good or this could have been genius, and then it falls into the Hollywood pool. But, yeah, especially at the end. Yeah, the the ending just wraps everything up in a nice little Hollywood rainbow bow. Yeah, without getting to the rest of the rainbow. I didn't, I didn't feel like I found the pot of gold. No. It was very abrupt. It was like we were following these characters. And, and it was, I, f- I thought a lot of it was being like, well done. Like, not necessarily like a masterpiece or anything, but I liked the, I don't know, I liked the weaving of it all. Yeah, I like the weaving of it. I like, I like what it, especially what it said at the time, because it was the first time you had major actors in smaller parts. Yeah. Pulling off a giant cast. I mean, afterwards you had a shit ton of movies. Yeah, every single holiday movie. It was like that. Valentine's Day. Yeah, because then you just had people New go Day. just specifically for Mother star Day. power. St. Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day. Do they have St. Patrick's Day? I don't think they, they have St. Patrick's Day movie. Labor Day? I, I think Labor Day is a movie. Is Labor Day a movie? I, think, I know Leap that. Year is a movie. Leap Year. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's an Irish movie. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, yeah, so he, is there anything else you wanted to say about that other than Jennifer Conley's crazy? Like when she, because we, Bradley Cooper blames the smoking on the guys working on the house. Mm-hmm. So Jennifer Conley's character goes up to the main, to her contractor, uh, Javier. And she's like, I, she killed Javier. Yeah. The way that she like death daggers with her eyes. The only thing I was thinking of is get out. <laughs> Javier, <Dad>. you run. <laughs> Cause white bitches are fucking crazy. The, what, what was it that we said during the movie? The, the tagline. Oh, what? White people are crazy. The, the wasp behavior. Oh, uh, wasp like tendencies. Beware of wasp-like tendencies. Uh, something like that. Oh man. Yeah, we were, we just... were we were brilliant during the movie. <laughs> Constantly making jabs. <laughs> it was terrifying to watch because she was just like trying, telling him with his eye, with her eyes, like, "Tell me that these cigarettes are fucking yours." Yeah. Like, stop lying to me. Like, like after while, we made vows, uh, yeah. contract. <laughs> Uh, like, it's like a vow it's promises yeah promises that's what she said it's like it's just she she went so off the edge because she knew in that moment that she she knew the whole goddamn time that he was smoking mm-hmm. and she even knew he smelled different like yep. and but i was wondering though i mean we had discussed during the movie that you can't re- that you can't hide smoking from somebody. Yeah, it's all over your. It's clothes. all over your clothes. It's in your teeth. It's on your fingers. Like that. That shit that's everywhere. That shit's impl- implausible, right there, as mm-hmm. a plot point. But the thing is, is that she told him that he smelled funny when she kissed him, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering if that smell was because he had had sex with Scarlett Johansson in the pool. I don't think he had sex with her in the pool. I know he had said he wasn't going to. No, because I don't think that they had sex in the pool because later when they're at her place and she's in his shirt, he was like, oh, I can't believe we're doing this. Or I don't do this. I don't have sex with women who aren't my wife. Yeah, but that he could be saying that after like the second time. So you're saying I'm, I'm thinking that maybe the smell she smelled was chlorine, but I don't think that they had sex in the pool. Or just in general, him being around her, being yeah. in her yoga studio. Being in the different places than what he's been. I was wondering, though, whether or not they had had sex. Because they didn't even show that transition of having sex. No. No, this movie was very abrupt. Like, things... It's like it went... It took too long on things you didn't need to know and then just cut right to the end. You didn't get any of the development that you are supposed to get. Except for with Rachel and Batfleck. Yeah, Rachel and Batfleck uh, had a good But even good then, Batfleck feeling. went on a boat for the rest of the movie. Yeah, Batfleck, <laughs> Batfleck went out to sea for most of the movie. <laughs> he was shipped out to sea when he was mean to Rachel. Yeah, he was mean to Rachel, got shipped out to sea, and then when she was ready, he came back. That's what you get for hanging a picture of a droopy boob. Right. Droopy boob pictures. You don't, you don't droop the boobs. You do not droop the boobs. <laughs> okay, Jackson, we like you, you like you. Yes. Yes, good. What do you like you? Uh, I go second. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> you go first because every single, every single time I try and think of a likey, you get so pissed off at me. Because you can never remember. I can't. I can't remember shit. Well, me likey. 
Me likey. You know what? I'm going to get real here. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get Excuse real Excuse me. Here. Let me get my real pants on. All right. <laughs> Jackson, what do you likey? I really likey. 24-hour fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Because I'm having so much fun just sweating with a ton of people. We all get sweaty and stinky together. And I love feeling like I'm working out harder than everybody else. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Now, so being in a gym atmosphere really pushes you? Uh-huh. And I hadn't realized that it, it does. I mean, the only thing I miss is feeling like I'm getting a good overall well-rounded like yeah, workout. But then I feel like I'm going to make up for that by joining in the classes now. Okay. Uh, so that's what that's what I want to do, but it has to fit in the schedule though, because I can't get into the I can't get there until uh, like Afterward. a little bit a little bit before six. So it's got to be six or six thirty that because I don't want to be there at seven seven thirty, you know, because then that's most of my af- that's that's my day. Yeah. But I mean, I don't mind spending an hour an hour and a half at the gym. Cool. It's also very nice and cool. Nice air conditioning. Oh God! Like it, it, it kind of this weather has kind of made it essential that you have somewhere air conditioned yeah. if, you're, if you're gonna work out at all. Duh. Otherwise, you just you could be a potato and just sit. Mm-hmm. Sweaty potato. Sweaty potatoes all around. Me no likey sweaty potato. <laughs> but everybody's a sweaty potato. No, not if you go to the gym. <laughs> you're neither sweaty nor a potato. You are a potato. That just means that you're a hot potato. <laughs> a carved potato. A <laughs> carved potato. A supple potato. Your face is supple. Your mama supple. So what do you like, you squee? <sighs> what <laughs> do I uh, like it? <sighs> you can even like your air conditioning. I do. You know what? I like you, my air conditioning, because without it, I am a sweaty potato. <laughs> no like you and sweaty potatoes. No, I do not like being a sweaty potato. I like the air conditioning that's only available in my room. True so, that. keeps me in my room all day. True that, son. See. See, true that. Take us out. Thank you for listening to the You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Squid. <laughs> what? Bye. Bye. <laughs> what was wrong with that? Nothing. You're just a dork. That was dork. Bye. Bye. That's so mean. I'm not a dork. Thank you for listening to another You Don't Make Friends with Giant Squids podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Sydney Illustrates or at Yidemfwigs, that's at Y-D-M-F-W-G-S. Check out sydneylangley.com for further podcast entries, art updates, and future events. If you have any suggestions as to what topic we should tackle next week, please leave a comment under the blog post. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.